Do you hate your job? Of course you do. So do Liz and Noah. Now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job. When Can I Quit My Job? Episode 17. Welcome to another episode. <laughs> Welcome to another episode. Hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi oh, there, all oh. our fans. Welcome. So today I want to talk about preparation. And do you know what the the Cub Scouts or the Boy Scouts, I think they are the same thing. Do you know what their motto is? Always be prepared. Always be prepared. Yes. Exactly. You got, got it. it. You nailed it. Did you know the Boy Scouts of America and the Girl Scouts are not related in any way or separate private yeah. entities? I think I knew that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, so I want to talk oh, about... Oh, you thought I didn't know that. I didn't know it until recently. Mm. Maybe maybe we heard it at the same time or something. Maybe. But I want to talk about being prepared for success. Or I guess yeah. in terms of this show, when we say success, we mean building your income to a level where you can quit your job. That's what we're defining success as. Yeah. I thought of another analogy. So this show is all about building up your streams of income to replace your income from your job. So it is a huge goal, but it is not the ultimate goal. Like once I do that, then I'm, it's not going to be like, so like I said, I, I make like around $46,000 a year. It's not like once we make $46,000 a year at my job, it's like, all right, that's what I'm doing right. for the rest of my life. That's like a stepping stone on the way. And so the analogy I thought of was being drafted for the NFL. That's hey. like it's a huge goal that almost nobody <laughs> can say that they've accomplished, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't. Yeah. So like in draft day is coming up here this week, I think. Oh. Um, yeah. NFL draft is coming up this week, and it made me think of that analogy. Like, so quitting my job is like being drafted into the NFL. Like huge dream. It's like dream come true unbelievable amount of work it takes to get there like huge accomplishment in your life but it's also a beginning right you like, mean because it's their career is just starting right yeah it's like you haven't accomplished anything at the next level yet yeah so i was kind of so even though the whole goal of this podcast is for us to kind of share our struggle in getting to that point that's not the end of it for us and right it's another beginning it is and actually I have a question for you that I was thinking about because I assume this episode is going to come after the one where you announced oh yeah it yeah because that one's yeah. been posted but after mm -hmm. you've announced you're ending you're quitting your job date yeah it occurred to me that we didn't talk more about what that even means for this podcast because it would seem mm. like the podcast would be over podcast in a continues way. it does continue yeah, so, so i wanted you to speak to that a little because yeah it would seem like we started it and like oh okay it's called when can i quit my job and and here's and the all date. of a sudden here's the we date. have an answer <laughs> yeah so i yeah. i wanted to ask you that for a long time and i feel like this is actually a really great time mm. for you to talk about yeah. that because yeah. i feel i think you in a way you answered it Okay. But I don't know if you have so, more you can add. Yeah, so there's plenty more. There's always more I can add. I'm a wealth of more. Of not necessarily knowledge, but of words and talking. So. 
<laughs> no, but um, no, I have thought about that. And so it also, there is a real possibility that we're fucking up by me quitting when I'm quitting. Like, because I'm not, uh, when I originally decided to quit my job, I laid down parameters. I said, I need to have this much per month coming in on passive income. We need to have this much reserves and all that kind of stuff. And because of our success recently, I've become a little bit more lax on those rules and so it is going to be a risk unless we you know stumble into just like two or three months in a row of just unbelievable uh, production uh, mm -hmm. so it's not just like I said it's it's being drafted in the NFL it's it's a new start so when I quit my job it's a whole new element that anyone else who is going to be considering quitting their job can learn probably a whole lot from mm -hmm. it's always great to learn from your mistakes but it's always better to learn from other people's mistakes before you make them so or at least helpful i would think it's helpful yeah because you want to i think experience that yourself experience way, what your own failures yeah but yeah oh, sure. i mean definitely but if you can just avoid them <laughs> yeah that's but then do you really learn it anything if you don't have well, the struggle, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But a, anyway, I know what you're saying. Yeah. At least for so the most part. So it's going to be a whole other realm of knowledge that I have no insight into right now when we quit that we're going to be able to share with people as far as, you know, burning the ships and, and being out there and just mm -hmm. doing it. And we both know what it's like to be unemployed, but we sure. both don't know or you don't know what it's like to try and work for yourself full time. Yeah, um, right. So that'll be a new experience. And I think there's going to be a lot of a wealth of knowledge in that. There's a good chance it's not anything like I think it is. But and again, that's that's part of why planning is so important. So that kind of ties back in to what we're talking about today, planning for success. So I'm thinking of this time right now as really building the framework for when I don't have a job. So it, that's why it's really important for me to try to be disciplined in, in blocking my time and getting good at holding myself accountable to certain tasks every day. That's hard. It is you hard. You had the day off today. What did you do most of the day? I worked most of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think I even asked you that, but I pretty much knew it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So and it's hard because you want to have that time off. Yeah. Like, I would. There's nothing I would love more than <laughs> just to uh, drink beer and play video games all day. But I mean, we've been on this journey to learn to work toward long-term gratification instead of short-term gratification. Not to say I don't indulge from time to time and you know take the wrong yeah. the wrong route but we falter sometimes sure everything in moderation even moderation but so yeah so i've been doing like reading all these positive mental attitude and growth books and everything like that and it's really to build the framework to be able to handle success when it comes and i don't i think that you have to do enough work on yourself to be able to handle success like the amount of work you do on yourself sets your upper upper limit for success so and you've been reading a book about upper limits i have yeah does that ring true to you yes so absolutely i'm not even done with the book yet but yeah i want to say for sustained success not just because because mm -hmm. anyone can have like a good month or something or you know like i th i think that you have to work on your your own self and your own character and and by doing that you build the ceiling for sustain, sustained success mm -hmm. and i don't know how many of our listeners live outside of the midwest but i also feel like 
there's a very Midwest mentality that don't look at me and my my success like we're and I know it might be making a stereotype but we tend to be really humble and don't feel comfortable with a lot of credit and mm. even when we have great success I and think that's probably true well uh, I say that from coming I mean I've had work experience in an economic development office which is mm-hmm. which that was for the region we lived in and we talk about that like that was very much in the vernacular of living in Indiana and I think it's kind of like a it's a good midwestern values type thing to feel mm. like you want to be humble you don't want to be braggy you don't want to show off so sometimes yeah. I think that we let that not we we make it so it's harder to indulge in our own success and be like and celebrate that I mean I know that's not everybody like every single person and there's always exceptions but I mean I'd be curious if anybody has a comment on that if we have any listeners that are outside of Mm -hmm. the Midwest that maybe think different or maybe it's everybody has that problem I mean I think they must or they wouldn't have written books about it but yeah I do think in particular like it's just a random side note wait so you I guess I'm not seeing the tie-in to what you're saying like well the modesty to be calm, yeah so i think to be don't you think that modesty the way you're talking about it is more of an outside way you carry yourself and not like a mentality like about like isn't reflective necessarily of how you feel about yourself though you're asking if it's reflective yeah yeah i think it can be so you are you saying that someone that comes off as humble and modest doesn't think as highly of as of themselves possibly or because because maybe that's their upper limit is there it's hard for them to accept compliments and Mm -hmm. because that is like that's too forward or too braggy so i and maybe it like they feed off of each other so even if maybe you're proud of something when all of a sudden someone sheds a light on it Mm -hmm. then you recoil because that can be hitting your upper limit Hmm. but then at the same time it feeds into like well if you're doing that like maybe it's a little bit of a vicious cycle where you know you should be proud but then someone compliments you Mm -hmm. you don't know how to accept that compliment and then at that same time maybe your your own mentality changes about yourself and success Hmm. okay is that is that it's still unclear. It makes perfect sense to me. I feel like yeah. it ties perfectly in. I don't know what's, okay. what's your problem. <laughs> it must be over my head. I don't know. I don't even remember where I was going. <laughs> well, like preparing for success and how important that is. And we were talking about the book mm. that I'm reading, mm-hmm. which is about upper limits. And, and what I've gathered so far is how it can be uncomfortable for people to accept and revel in their success Mm -hmm. and so i'm saying that i i've observed that as being in a way a midwest thing like that's just a side observation i was trying to share and you and i are born and bred midwesterners so right so i see that in myself and i think it takes time to kind of move past that okay so you you're saying that part of preparing for success is believing that you can be successful to begin with yes and then being able to accept it like i thought that's why you brought up the book i was reading so i brought it up because to me it it tied in to that you can only be as successful for any sustained amount of time for what you prepare yourself for so you're 
you're setting your own upper limit through preparation and things like that. And I know that they talk a lot about upper limits in the book, and a lot of that is mental upper limit in that book, which is called Mm -hmm. The Big Leap. Yeah. Bye. Yes. I could have got the big leap, but I, I don't remember the name oh, Okay. of the so author. I'm talking about kind of, yeah, I mean, a lot of it's mental, um, but some of it's like taking action and things like that, but basically doing the work on yourself and on your thought process and everything to set yourself up for success. And I think that ties into that, that book. And the book is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Gay Hendrix, okay. So we can probably can link, to, link it. to it, yeah. Yeah, so I guess in preparing for success in like our land business and things like that, we had hoped and maybe even thought that we would achieve maybe a higher le- level of success sooner. And I just realized recently that even if we had achieved that success sooner, like I hadn't done the work yet like on myself. And I'm not saying that I've, I've accomplished all these things already and I'm perfectly ready for all the success or anything like that but I know probably a year ago I was a far cry from where I am now and had I experienced that type of success it may not have been that good of a thing because you know if I quit my job and started doing this full-time I don't know that I would have had the level of discipline I do now and you know it could have just kind of a-bombed the whole the plan like a child star who Mm -hmm. has success way too early and exactly exactly like that without the drugs yeah but yeah so looking back and realizing that we didn't reach the level of success i had hoped to as soon as i had hoped to it's really a function of myself and maybe our ourselves and what we have prepared for success wise and i think since we've been really working hard on ourselves with discipline and action that now we have really started to prepare ourselves for success the success has started to come do you agree with that yeah so (laughs) (laughs) you don't have anything to add my mind was wondering because you keep bringing up the word discipline okay and i may have brought this up in a previous episode i can't remember about the gallup strengths finder okay and or like it's the it's like a personality test and discipline is in my top five strengths so oh okay it's probably not in mine (laughs) well who knows oh maybe it is now it could be people change or maybe it was in your top 10 could be and you're right now you're drawing on your inner discipline because the five the cutoff for the top five that's arbitrary you can have high functioning um, t- like talents yeah uh, past five like it doesn't mean right that's just arbitrary anyway so i was i was thinking about how it's a great opportunity to draw on that that natural talent or that strength mm. that i have during this time yeah i think there's um, benefits to that are right, you done with your thought mm-mm. i mean yes oh, okay <laughs> 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 One or the other. Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I finished the thought. So I'm going to go back to Jim Rohn again, which I of, often do. And I have I will, I will link to my favorite book that I've listened to probably seven or eight times now by him on Audible. But he talks a lot about discipline. Discipline is one of my weaknesses in my own mind. But I also don't think you can necessarily rely on your natural talents because... When you realize what it takes to be a success at one thing or another, there are certain attributes it takes, and that's just what you have to be. 
whether it's natural mm-hmm. or not, whether it comes easy to you or not. So, so do you believe that most of the successful people who you listen to are very mm-hmm. disciplined, be it natural oh, def- or definitely not just only forced to not be disciplined? Only, oh, do I think naturally? Uh, well, I guess either. I mean, I don't. I think, you probably can't tell, but I mean, I think most of them have either a singular event or a buildup of events that force a change in their heart and in their mind that made them disciplined. I, I, I mean, a lot of them were homeless or, you know, un, in poor, broke, you know, just waste, waste of space kind of people until one day when one thing or another happened and opened their eyes. So I don't think it comes naturally to most of them. I think it's part of a, an aha moment where they realize if they want the things they want in their life, they have to be a certain way. So, and I don't know if I had necessarily an aha moment in my life which is i think is really uncommon like for me to go from like a lazy not very accomplished person to like just kind of slowly fall into trying to be a disciplined successful person is not a typical course of events like for all that maybe maybe that will limit my success in the long run or something i don't know for sure but you know i didn't come from some broken home or like my parents didn't beat me up my parents didn't die like i didn't have any major tragedy yeah yeah, i mean but everything's relative i mean you don't you experience life differently everyone experiences life differently yeah so i don't know if you're trying to get at a certain point or not i'm usually just meandering okay (laughs) i got that sense i got it and i'm gonna cut you off now (laughs) no i just i think I think discipline is one of the things you need. Uh, I was going to say Jim Rohn. He says, uh, I don't know the exact quote, but he says something like success is practicing a few simple disciplines every day. I think discipline is part of the framework that I especially need if I'm going to be the one quitting my job and putting myself into our business to be successful and to have sustained success. And yeah, it's for me, it's really hard. I'm not a disciplined person normally. I can get on pretty intense spurts of mm-hmm. discipline, but long sustained discipline is a task. Yeah. So through all this, like with the theme of the podcast, that's kind of your goal is the discipline part and how to... Yeah. Is that a part of preparing for success though? In your mind? Yeah. Like... I think it brings success and allows success, both. Okay. Get you there and keep you there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I had a lot of other thoughts the other day about this. I almost wish we had recorded it then. Um, We can always record more later. Well, do you have any thoughts I haven't covered about preparing for success? Well, I wasn't sure what you meant when you told me just briefly what the topic was. Because I was almost thinking it was the very future us where maybe we're both not working and what that looks like and Mm -hmm. how to mentally prepare for that and what that looks like and then even offhand you've been talking about what your schedule will look like so I didn't know if you wanted to share that at all like what a work day may be like or if that's just another podcast well but preparing for what what your work week is going to look like, I think is going to have, I think that ties in. Okay. Yeah. Well, so right now what I'm, what I think is uh, I want to have a 20 hour work week to begin with. And that would be four hours a day, five days a week, which would give us the weekends. It would give us the nights because Liz works till 
5 o'clock. She gets home around 5.30, which means I could be done with work by then. Because right now, when we get home from work, we're working at home for the most part. Not all night necessarily, but... Right. There's always something to do, usually. Yeah. Well, also, because I am... I'm a mailman and I'm mobile. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm pretty active on my job. And when I quit my job, that part of physical activity is going to be gone. And I don't want to put on 50 pounds. So we have a treadmill desk, which I, I plan to use hopefully for my work day and then I also am planning to join a gym which I'd like to go to hopefully at least four days a week in the morning before I start work and I'm going to start work after lunch so I'm thinking of doing like a a one to five kind of thing Monday through Friday and even that I mean I know you've been thinking about that for a while so that is kind of settled in your mind but Mm -hmm. in a way that's a very drastic change in work oh yeah in work schedule yeah that's why it's going to take discipline too Mm mm-hmm So we've talked about how having a vision for your future is important. And a lot of motivational speakers and like the audiobooks I've been listening to talk about the importance of having vision. The more specific, the better. So like we talked about on on an earlier episode, like when you make a New Year's resolution, don't say, I want to lose weight this year. Say, I want to lose 20 pounds by walking 10 miles a week. You know, the more specific, the better. So, and the same thing holds for goals as far as like setting goals for yourself and having a clear vision of what that looks like. So what we just covered here, for for instance, you know, starting at one o'clock, working till five o'clock on the treadmill. I know what gym I'm going to go to, like mm-hmm. really specific things, like because especially when you have really specific things, you can you can reverse engineer that future by saying, OK, what do I have to where am I now? Where is where I want to be? And then what are the incremental steps I need to take to get there? But but having a clear vision of your future and maybe even like perfect self is something that a lot of people talk about um, that is important. So I have a vision of like my future perfect self and I even named him. It's, well, he can't have a different name. Yeah, well, it's it's Noah Prime. I told you that already oh, before. Oh, gosh. I yeah. was like, that doesn't make any sense. How so <laughs> actually, yeah, this, this topic is why I thought this episode could run a little longer. This is one of the, like, there's like three overlapping topics and I almost forgot about this one. But so, okay, so I have Noah Prime which is basically like me having achieved like perfection in every aspect that I want. So like perfect businessman, perfect health, perfect family man, perfect friend, that kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. I have at least a vision of what that is in my head. Like, and then, so, and then I also have a clear vision of the opposite, which I call ball state Noah. So have you told me about this? I I don't know. I don't know if I have, but so it doesn't sound familiar but ball state noah sounds familiar yeah ball state noah so ball state noah skipped class didn't get good grades i went to ball state university so and i was there for eight years and i left without my degree and so lazy and not not driven not really successful i mean i was successful in the things i wanted which was just like hanging out (laughs) (laughs) and drinking and drinking uh uh-huh and uh, other extracurriculars and so 
It's funny because it made me think about how movies and even like the Bible or like in movies when there's like a protagonist and an antagonist, a lot of times it's really a metaphor for one person in yourself, like the positive side and the negative side in you, like Star Wars with Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker, like those really represent the the potential good and the potential evil in one specific, in one person. Like, so like a lot of times in literature or like I said, like in the Bible and things like that, a lot of the stories, they are portrayed as one good person and one evil person, but really it's representative of the potential for good and the potential for evil in each person. So it's like the devil on your shoulder and the angel on your shoulder. That's what I was going to bring up. Yeah. So the so devil. You have Noah Prime on one shoulder, uh-huh. St. Noah on the other. Exactly. So I could almost wear a bracelet that says, you know, what would Noah Prime do kind of thing. You know what I mean? Well, I okay. Mean, but yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, almost quite pretty literally, like Prime Noah would be my version of Jesus me, you know? Yeah, no, I get what you're so, saying. I just don't like, want to offend anybody. Oh, yeah, no. I'm, I'm not saying... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't care about offending people. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But so yeah, I don't know that that it's useful for me to give a give a. It's very visual. Yeah. And very specific and. Right, and if I can. Lots of details. Yes, and if I can attribute things I want to one version of myself and attribute the things I don't want to another version of myself, it's easy to the when I'm. I'm feeling pulled in two directions to just say, which Noah do I want to be, you know, and use that as a motivator to kind of like I get, I, you know, I could just sit here and watch another episode of whatever, or I could do research on another county to do some to send out some mails and buy some property. Right. And that's where the discipline is going to come in to get and, you to that Noah Prime level. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts on that? Well, I was thinking about how I actually have not really done that myself. So while you have done a lot of the legwork of even that, you know, vision board type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I'm still not there yet. Like I I don't really know what Liz Prime is like. I bet you do. If I bet you could. Well, it might be deep down or but I think you just you don't know what Liz Prime wants to do. I think you know maybe. who she is. I don't know. I don't no. know that. You, maybe not. In, I mean, not in at, at this exact moment. I think I'm still working on that a little, uh, which is, I mean, so I guess I'm divulging this information because it's not like we're both doing the exact same thing. I mean, we're in this together and all of that, but yeah. I don't want everyone to think that while you have this really thought out almost narrative with your dual characters that mm-hmm. I'm doing the exact same steps with you side by side. Right. And it's not because I don't want to or anything like that. I mean, but I mean, we're two different people. And sure. so I just don't want everyone to think too that. Oh, yeah. This isn't some program that we're rolling yeah. out that we're. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean. <laughs> this is just how. Yeah. yeah. I just talk about how I think about yeah. things. And 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 so it's a, it's a goal for me. So yeah. even though we're in sync on a lot of things and have a lot of the same goals, it's not like we're robots and yeah. I'm mimicking everything Noah is doing. Well, and to be clear, too, like these are 
mostly new ideas for me and I'm not really that great at implementing them all the time either. It's just I don't want to I don't want to paint a false yeah. picture that we're both sure. doing this perfectly no. together. Like in real life, I'm still figuring that out. I don't I and I want to and I probably have some things figured out, but I I think the core of what you're getting at is the specifics, the Mm-hmm. Like I want my work day to look like this, and yeah, I don't have that. I don't. I don't know what that is yet. So, so I just, yeah, uh, just kind of a full disclosure, kind of a thing. Sure, where I'm at versus where yeah. you're at, and not that it's like good or bad or anything. Well, shit. I mean, I just came up with that like a week or two ago. <laughs> but that's, still, yeah. I mean, but I do think that's a very powerful thing to have. And like you've yeah. even talked about envisioning a house that we might live in, like a dream house. Yeah. And I haven't even done that yet either. Like, mm-hmm. so. I'm glad you reminded me. I wanted to start writing down all the things I wanted in a house. <laughs> well, good. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so, although I'm listening and agreeing with everything you're saying and hope to do it. I haven't fully indoctrinated you yet. Yeah, I haven't I haven't bought the program yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I I talk like so I have a lot of time to think about this stuff obviously because of my job and so I have formulated some pretty clear ideas, but like I said, I'm I don't implement them nearly <laughs> as well or as often as I will ideally in the future. So, I mean, and a lot of these are new ideas and everything like that. So, I talk a big game. I think I'm on the right track and everything, but you know, I I when I say these things and talk about how successful people are, like traditionally in my past, if you ask most people they wouldn't say I'm like a highly successful person I don't think like I've always had I or I don't know about we but I have I've always had enough money to do stuff I mean I've but I mean it took me 10 years to get my uh, my bachelor's degree and then you know I I work at the post office so I mean from the outside looking in I mean I have a really good marriage and like we've had a nice house and you know okay cars and like but i mean our our bank account's never been too huge which we've told you guys about already and like things like that but it's all relative too yeah but i didn't ever have the mind of a successful person until yeah these past few years i don't think yeah so and i think that has to come first because everybody wants to be successful and everybody becomes everybody gets what they work for so some people work to not have to work as in like welfare welfare or unemployment like some people some i mean some people work to get their master's degree and become Mm -hmm. an attorney or whatever you know like people get what they really want so they have desires in their head but what you really want is the things you take action to achieve to to get so it's it's like you have thoughts thoughts lead to emotions emotions lead to actions and actions lead to results so your thoughts drive your results and if your thoughts or emotions aren't strong enough then you'll get what you actually want like yeah if you're more voted motivated to watch Mori Povich yeah you know well and I just had a random thought too yeah and this isn't to bash any dreams or to say it's not possible but also don't bring your negative negative shit in here no it's not <laughs> no what I'm saying is like how you were how you were talking about historically maybe you 
you didn't think of yourself as a successful person well heck we both went to art school like mm-hmm. where it's almost like we are it's drilled into our heads that we're not going to make money and not be successful yeah if I'm being honest like yeah the odds are not that great and so maybe the odds aren't favorable for success in a lot of things yeah but I mean at least I know for us like I did not go into school like even if I in my wildest dreams like thought I could just do art Mm full-time it was never gonna be like that like back then in those days that successful version of Liz wasn't like filthy rich which yeah not saying that that's the only measure of success that's true that's true I probably didn't consider that's where we were we were art students at the time like that's what we were naturally good at right um so in even in just that little aspect of our lives I don't know that we were priming ourselves for grand success because no you're the odds are I never are so stacked against you well I never had a strategy to to make a lot of money I just yeah we just like I was good at it people thought I was good at it yeah and it was I enjoyed it so okay I'll major in it (laughs) right so I mean that might be another sidebar and this episode kind of bounced around all over the yeah, place. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I thought this episode would be. But so I think that this is a, a big mind shift for both of us because, I mean, well, you're in college at Ball State studying art there. Mm-hmm. Like, I can only imagine that later teen, early 20-something Noah isn't isn't planning f- like for success really in this in the way no like, i didn't care yeah no yeah like i said i was successful at the things i wanted to be successful at which was building up a tolerance for alcohol and <laughs> skipping class i was very successful yeah. at those two things <laughs> <laughs> but it was in a way and not getting laid is it was it was okay <laughs> it was okay because I wonder if subconsciously it's like, well, what is it all gonna be for anyway? You already knew you were good at art. Mm-hmm. You were. That was great. You were great at art. <laughs> you're a master. <laughs> so I would almost yeah. suspect you're not seeing the value in going to the classes, and even in some ways, the degree itself. Right. But yeah. So why? Plus, why would you like? Where is your motivation? Oh. If in a way the. My motivation the idea of success was, is so minimal. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm being taught by people who couldn't do it. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. yeah. So it can be really disheartening. Like I, I remember when I was even looking into switching from creating art to looking into art history. Mm-hmm. My advisor, maybe I mentioned this to in a previous episode. So sorry if I'm a broken record, but she basically was like, well, you like, ideally you would marry rich. <laughs> if I'm going to wow. do this, if I'm going to study art history, it's probably a good idea to marry rich. Well, you and, lucked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of the mentality in some ways. Yeah, that's, yeah, girls go to school to get their MRS degree. Well, yeah, and I had another thought and then it escaped me. About? Art, art school, I guess. I had a teacher, well, you know her, Audrey. Mm-hmm. She told me, I think I told you this. She told me I should go to New York and just give it a shot. She told me she thought I was good enough that I could just move to New York and just paint. I don't know if you told me that. Really? You've told me a lot of things that she said, but I don't know if you've told me that. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, what I, happened? Um, or did you say anything? Did you say thank you? Yeah. I mean, I don't remember what I said. Uh, 
I said, I probably said like, that sounds great or something. I don't know. But like, what was I going to like wait tables or something? Like, probably. I don't know. I probably well, maybe I could have done it. I didn't have the drive. Time, to, yeah, I didn't, you have, didn't have the have drive to drive. do it like, anyway. If, if your idea, like even if a professor at that time is like, look, you're talented enough. Just like if you went, yeah. you could probably do okay. And even in your mind, the thought of doing that and working that hard, like yeah. waiting tables. Well, art's just like everything else. I mean, every profession is marketing. I mean, it's not the talent, most talented artists that become famous. It's the most driven artists. So, I mean, it didn't matter how talented I was. I, at that point in my life, I wasn't going to go there and be mm-hmm. successful as an artist. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the same drive thing wasn't there. with actors and, and singers. And that's yeah. why there's famous crappy music, like crappy artists mm-hmm. in every profession it's because they're driven yeah it's not because they're good no they it's, must have it's the exception discipline. it's the exception when you get the both yeah like that's when you get michael jordan yeah i was gonna say lady gaga yeah yeah she's pretty talented or uh michael jackson is that timely yeah that well untimely with the little thing that, that little just came out on netflix that came out maybe yeah but well he was driven to more than one thing i guess one of them yeah. <laughs> one of them awesome awesome to listen to yeah the other one no, no, no. maybe not but yeah so anyway it just occurred to me like so i don't know if that drive like if there was a change from high school to college for you for what my drive yeah like going from a somewhat or a successful high school student to kind of Mm. floundering for a bit in college and like because you probably because the funny thing to me is when you talk about like even younger Noah Mm -hmm. you had good grades yeah and you probably could have majored in anything yeah if you if you wanted to yeah and decided to major in art but (laughs) yeah um, so and that's how I felt too to a certain extent mm-hmm. i mean we all have limitations but i went in undecided be in a way thinking i had so many options and i didn't really even know w- mm-hmm. like what i should land on yeah because i was a good student and i if i applied yeah. myself i succeeded in mm-hmm. high school and and i succeeded in college too but i mean yeah for I me think you get beaten down a little bit more as far as like when you're thinking about then the real world and jobs where high school is a little bit more sheltered right yeah maybe a lot more and and even college but well and that's part of the the messed up thing about the whole system right now is that it's it's just you go to college and then you figure out what you're gonna do later which is so stupid it's like go ahead we'll just go ahead start racking up the debt and then uh you can figure out if you're gonna be able to get a job that'll help you pay it back you know later yeah um it's such a stupid system they got all fucked up by the government <laughs> gosh dropping You're, f-bombs you, you are heated. A, little, a little much i see i didn't think you were that heated so i, I feel like i don't buy it no yeah and I, I feel like it's a little forced or it's meant well, to just be if it's sarcastic if it's about the uh government influence on our secondary education then i am actually heated about that but no for me it was like yeah i always got well you know i have to get into the whole thing but uh yeah i just got lazy probably about my junior year of high school or yeah of high school when i started to care more about my social life and i cared about school i still got a's and b's because i I never really had to you're so talented i am everything just comes naturally 
No, I never really had to try. Like, I never tried in middle school, and I got, like, A's and B's, and then, like, I never really tried in high school either, and I got A's and B's, and then... But then I started, like, my sophomore year, I had, like, I had it all planned out. I was going to go to Notre Dame, and I was going to be in... I was going to have... My senior year was going to be AP Calculus and uh, Fluent Spanish and AP Bio and uh, AP Chemistry. Like, I, ha- I had it all tracked out, like all written down what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped being so much of a nerd and like I made oh. different friends and not like bad friends, just like friends who were social and would meet outside of school and stuff like that. And, and I was like, I'm really good at art and uh, I'm kind of lazy. So I just scrapped all that and I was like, I don't whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you think that in some ways I've helped you stay accountable? Yeah, I, I definitely think so. And even if it's not, sometimes it's not always even you saying or doing anything, but it's just the fact that you're in my life. Like Aww. you're another person to be accountable to. So, I mean, I'm, I think I'm a particularly hard person to motivate. He is. From from someone else to motivate me because I spent most of my life not motivated and only have recently in the last few years well it's probably been a lot of years now but only recently found out how to motivate myself and nobody else really has much success success for the most part trying to motivate me to do things that I'm not already motivated to do I think but I don't know we so brainstorm really then the answer is no no I can't no <laughs> I'm it's not. no but I don't know we also talk and brainstorm about ways for you to help motivate me and we don't it's hard we come yeah, to a lot of dead well, ends yeah it's, we never uh, ever come up with anything <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible it has to no that's usually I get over it but I <laughs> not think that you hold a grudge or anything how, how <laughs> Some people are, probably a lot of people are, that they, you have to find the motivation within. Yeah. Well, that's but the... But uh, I guess I'm, so motiv- being motivated versus, like, I guess maybe get us back onto the the theme of success and how to plan for it and if mm-hmm. if maybe part of maturing and entering into a long-term relationship and having a daughter like that kind of a thing has helped like keep you driven and keep well and like can we do we keep you on track even if we're not doing something with the intention to keep you on track yeah there's a whole do do us existing like which yeah yeah so kind of alluded to there's i have to be careful because this could spin into a whole other episode but there's also i'm trying to think of how to phrase this correctly i've been influenced by a lot of people and a lot of thoughts that basically require self-responsibility and accountability and if i'm gonna hold those as actual what's the word i'm looking for if i'm gonna hold those as high values in my life priority oh is it values sure or high priorities in my life then yeah i then then i have certain obligations that i have to hold to for myself for my wife and for my daughter for sure and i also have obligations to friends and family and society as whole so if i get more specific it could start getting political but i i just think i have an obligation to self-responsibility and accountability that i never felt before a handful of years ago so and for me to be logically consistent with the things i believe then i just i have to have that as a part of my actions and my thoughts does that you i know you know what i'm talking about but (laughs) (laughs) i haven't decided when or if that will ever come into the show what about you 
what about me? Well, what about you and like being ready for success and prepared and motivated and disciplined? And do I have any effect on you that way? Yes, I think so. Yeah. But I also, being a disciplined person and self-conscious and my own worst critic, just kind of inherently hard on myself, I think I'm maybe just more impressionable that way. And mm. so those all those different factors influence me and how I want to be so but almost to my detriment I mean I think you can go too far and Mm -hmm. and like to where you're almost paralyzed to make progress and find success but I think that even just reading the big leap is helping me realize that like what you said earlier had we found success much earlier I don't know how we would have handled it and I don't know if there's a like ever a good time to have success but I already now feel more prepared or more aware of my upper limit as far as Mm -hmm. being comfortable with the idea of being successful because to me the the book kind of talks about that like you 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 hit you have your own roadblocks and your reactions to success that knock you back down and I do that yeah. all the time. So, and you don't realize it. So even just kind of realizing that you can do that, that happens, that our minds will work that way. Yeah. Is really helpful. Yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of working through that right now because even it can be as simple as like feeling like you don't deserve success because you're inherently flawed is yeah. like, that's something they talk about in the book, mm-hmm. as you know. Yeah. So kind of just feeling like deserving of success without feeling like you're entitled and spoiled or something yeah I think is is kind of one part of I think what I want to work through myself Mm -hmm. to be ready for success like I always so working out in my head can I be grateful and accepting of what I think would be a high degree of success without feeling yeah, I guess without feeling spoiled or oh, there's another word I can't think of. Entitled. Well, no. Well, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to feel that. Self-righteous. Proud. No. Superior. Yeah. So maybe, maybe something like superior or to take it for granted, because in trying to plan for success and not knowing what it's like at least on the level we're talking about Mm -hmm. I don't want to get jaded I don't want to get like I think I have these fears of things too like that like I don't want to come across that way yeah and I always want to remain level-headed and I always like and down to earth so I think in that way too we can sabotage ourselves for success because it's like well I don't want to be that way because those people, <laughs> yeah, like they're entitled or they're spoiled or they're not yeah. approachable or not, mm-hmm. which in some ways is crazy. Because like, I mean, I'm still me, and I can I can think about those things, but maybe that's an, my own roadblock, yeah, like, for success, probably among other things. But all of that mm-hmm. is what I'm working towards too, to plan for our success. Yeah, yeah. But this episode is way too long. <laughs> this might be the worst episode ever. You think? That we've done. Maybe. Maybe unless you can do some magic with it. I don't it's know. It's very conversational. This is how this podcast yeah, this is, is supposed to be. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to When Can I Quit My Job? Please remember to support the show by visiting WhenCanIQuitMyJobShow.com and clicking the Patreon and Amazon links. 
Also, subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tell your friends about us. Liz and Noah are not financial or legal advisors, and all information given on this podcast should be consumed for entertainment purposes only.